Hey everyone, Pete, Steve, Charles, and Sean here at the California Grill at the Contemporary. Now, uh, we are doing this for the Disney Dining Show, but they know we're here, so we can't do a review. But since we've all eaten here multiple times in the last few months and have just had consistently amazing experiences, we decided to call this what we love about the California Grill. So we're gonna be ordering all our favorite things and talking about them and telling you why we, I, I, I've started to say that now, arguably, this has become my favorite place uh, to eat. Um, not that I don't love Gico, not that I don't love flying fish, but I got to tell you, my experiences here the last few months have been absolutely outstanding. Well, the chef from Gico is here now. Right, right. The, okay. right. Chef Daniel, who mm-hmm. was at Gico, is now here and has done some amazing things to the menu. So, really, really excited for this. So, let's get started. things you have to love about the California Grill is the sourdough bread they serve before the meal starts. Um, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of sourdough, but this sourdough bread is so good. Made fresh here, of course, always comes to the table warm. We started doing this new thing though, where they are uh, putting out this olive oil, roasted garlic, and sun-dried tomato like spread for it. Really, really good. Really, really, really good. So, always a great way to start your meal. All right, so we've started. Uh, what we what we kind of did here was, um, since we're talking about what we love, we're ordering everything on the menu that we've tried that we really love. So we're ordering a lot of food. And there's something really. Every time I'm here, every time I do this, there's got to be some loud ass person screaming at that kid. Okay. All right. Whatever. So. We've just gotten our first wave of appetizers. What I ordered was one of their flatbread pizzas. It's not on the menu, but if you ask, he will make it for you. I don't like pepperoni or anything really on my pizza. I like plain pizza. So I asked for one when I was here, I think, two weeks ago. And it came out with this uh, uh, Asiago cheese and mozzarella flatbread. Oh, my God. It is so, so good. It was absolutely fantastic. And just had it again, and it was just as good. Just as good. So I got the uh, goat cheese ravioli. Uh, It's really, really good. I was worried that it was going to be heavy, but it was actually not at all. It was very light. Um, It's one big ravioli. I was expecting uh, multiple. I just, I've had it before, but it's been a while. Um, All I remember it being was really good, and it was still really good. It was delicious. Um, I, I, we were all kind of sharing it. But I was doing this thing where I was trying to make sure that I was getting the most of it because I loved it so much. Um, But yeah, it was really good. I would definitely get it again. Uh, I I almost didn't get it, and I'm glad that I did. So yeah, I definitely recommend it. 
So I ended up getting the crudo, which is a sushi offering. It's actually a four-part sushi offering, which is pretty awesome. Um, it ended up having uh, a lump crab meat thing, salmon, tuna, and hamachi. And they all have different unique twists on them, and they are all surprisingly good. One of the cool things about this is um, this is the second time I've gotten it, and each time with whoever's sharing it with me, you just go on all four parts and rate which one is your favorite. And even number four, even my least favorite, is still completely awesome. That'd be the crab meat. But uh, you've got a sesame seasoned salmon. That is amazing. You've got this truffle oil tuna thing, which would take number two. That's brilliant. But my favorite thing is the hamachi with this weird... Um, corn sauce and they use popcorn as a garnish which when I first looked at it seemed kind of ridiculous but texturally it goes along with it it's just this this thing has I'd like to think it has something for everybody but all four of it is something for me it is absolutely brilliant and I am going to order it every single time I have the chance and I really want to talk about every single thing on this table because it is all just so amazing but we'll move on I got the California combination roll as my first starter here. It is four pieces of a regular California roll and four pieces of a mango shrimp roll. Um, the mango shrimp roll comes with a mango sauce to go with it. It's really great. It's so solid as a California roll. I'm not the most adventurous eater in the world. Um, I am even not the most adventurous sushi eater, so plain things like shrimp tempura and that type of stuff is great for me. This is an amazing thing if you are even having to split with somebody because it's, it's big. And uh, so if you had to split with a couple of people, that's a really good option. And I think it's great. I don't know if we're talking about everything on the table, but it's all so good. Everything's great. Yeah. So for my dinner, I get what I always get now when I come here. Ever since Chef Daniel returned or left Jico to come to California Grill, he brought back an old favorite that had been taken off the menu, the oak-fired uh, or oak-grilled filet with the tamarind barbecue sauce, $49. It's an 8-ounce filet absolutely so tender you cut it with a fork that is how i measure how good a filet mignon is if i can cut it with my fork it's good that means it's really tender if i can't then it's not um and this is a thick filet this is not you know this is not small by any means and fork went right through it um the tamarind barbecue sauce adds something it comes with a potato and rutabaga gratin, which is delicious. Um, and uh, it, you're not supposed to do this, and they normally won't do it, but they did it for us. They, like I said, they know we're here. Um, 
with the ribeye that Charles got, they do a side of uh, Gouda mac and cheese, which is, in my opinion, the best mac and cheese I've ever had. Last couple times I've come here, I've got I've, I've been able to get them to do it for me. Don't be surprised if you ask for that and they say no, unless you're getting the ribeye. But if they will do it for you, I'm telling you, this is amazing mac and cheese. Absolutely phenomenal mac and cheese. So again, like I said, I get this meal every time I come here. It's why we, you know, why we're calling this what we love about the uh, California Grill, and. Uh, it just does not disappoint. Every single time I've gotten it, it has been exactly the same, which is to say flawless. It is, in my opinion, the best steak on property. And I don't say that lightly. It is the best steak on property. And for $49, it's not the most expensive steak on property. You can have a more expensive steak at Le Cellier and not have it anywhere near as good as this was. Phenomenal, phenomenal dish. Uh, so I also got the uh, the fillet as well. Um, I have similar feelings that Pete had. It is absolutely delicious. Uh, it melts in your mouth. Uh, I got a medium rare, um, and it is it will come out a little red, and that's the way I like it. And it was perfectly cooked. Um, I have nothing else but good things to say about this. Um, it was super tender, great flavor. Um, I I loved it. I would definitely get it again, and I highly recommend it. All right, for my main course, I got pork, and it's literally just listed as pork. Um, it used to be called pork two ways because it was always pork belly with pork tenderloin, which is $42. Um, you now can switch out the pork tenderloin for a pork shank, and that makes it $47. I've never ventured into trying the pork shank because I don't really need to because I know I like the tenderloin. Um, you get like three big pieces of tenderloin, you get one pork belly, and it's all gonna come on top of a cheese polenta and a red wine reduction sauce with mushrooms. And it is so tender, it's so good, it's always really good, it's always phenomenal. Every time I've ever had it, I've never had pork belly before here. Um, I have gotten more adventurous with trying it other places, it's still the best here, it's amazing. Um, just overall with this restaurant, I think it's phenomenal for what it is. I think even if it wasn't in the location it was in, it would be worth it still just as much to go. But the fact that you have the great view of the Magic Kingdom, you have the great view of the fireworks, and if you can get that time period of fireworks we did, and it's definitely worth it to do that because they play the music and everything in here and it's synced with what's going on in the castle. And for me, it's something where if my family didn't quite feel like they were going to spend the money, because, I mean, a group of four, it is going to be probably around that $200 mark to come here. Oh, at least. At least. And um, so I would forego other more expensive meals, do more quick services or whatever you need to do, whatever's in your repertoire, to save the money to come eat at this particular restaurant. So, and to get it at that time with the fireworks, if you don't, it's still absolutely worth it. And I do believe if you eat here earlier in the day, you can bring, you keep your receipt, you can bring it back and watch the fireworks from up here if you need to. Um, but it's better, obviously, if you just get to sit and watch it from from your the comfort of your seat. But it's worth it even without that. But that makes it the best restaurant on property at this point because of all those factors. <laughs> all right, so I got the 19 ounce cowboy cut ribeye steak and 
it runs a hefty $75. Um, there's a reason for that. It's brilliant. Both, uh, both of the times I've had it in recent memory, I got it rare. And I don't often choose to order steaks on property. There's a reason for that, too. Um, oh, quality meat is important. The way it's cooked is important. And to be honest with you, I can make a pretty decent steak at home. So why would I go out when I don't necessarily know the quality and I don't know whether it's really going to be unique or, or great? Um, I do order steaks here. They're always done to perfection everything, every single time. And I've gotten rare uh, and when you order a rare steak, a lot of times you are really betting on the quality of who's making it and also the quality of the cut of meat. And I've never been disappointed. When it comes to the uh, aged Gouda mac and cheese, you probably already heard something about it by now, but it's brilliant. You know, I thought I was, I was starting to get annoyed by the fact that every place I go has some sort of high-end mac and cheese. That's a new thing. You know, we're doing mac and cheese, a, a old down-home favorite, but we're going to really do the heck out of it. Um, and yet this still surprises me. I still absolutely love their mac and cheese. As far as taking something simple and really, really doing it to the best, this is the best high-end mac and cheese that I've had in recent memory. And when I say all this stuff, you know, there's a trend with this restaurant, and that's, I haven't been disappointed yet. In fact, you know, even when we're not, you know, doing this segment or anything like that, I recently came here for my birthday, completely separate from this job, completely separate from stuff on property. Uh, this is a great place to come, and I really, really enjoy it. That's one of those places where if I have the opportunity, and I don't often have the opportunity, I make it a point to to try and get here because it's that just that good. The thing is, it is expensive, but if you're looking for a place in Walt Disney World where you can get a really, really high-end experience with quality food that's not going to disappoint you, I got to recommend California Grill. Um, and so... You know, I just in in closing, I've never had a problem with any of their steaks, and I don't think I will continue to, but I'll continue to keep ordering them while I'm here because they're absolutely delicious. So for dessert, I got the, uh, I've already forgotten the name of it, the Blackberry Lime Sorbet. Uh, simple sorbet, $10, very good. It's what I get when I'm up here. Uh, it's, you know, the least sugary thing on the on the menu, so um, try and stay away from the heavy sugars. But I took a taste of everybody's. It was, desserts are so amazing. So $10, nice, simple. I, I, I find it after this meal, because this is a big meal, especially the meal we just had, that the sorbet is a really nice, like, calm down now, uh, along with uh, the uh, Mad Hatter's Tea Party Tea. Charles turned me on to this. He got it the last time he was here for his birthday, and it was really, really good. Um, so, and those, they have a bunch of loose leaf tea selections, all $7.49. So, um, you know, just 
like everything else they do, uh, so much attention and detail and care is put in to the preparation, the flavors, the presentation of the desserts. They're all just beautiful. I mean, it's just beautiful plates that get put down, and they don't disappoint when you start eating them. And, you know, I've said it about this restaurant before, and I'll say it again. With a view like this, I mean, you are a restaurant with an unobstructed view of the biggest tourist destination in the world. And it could it could almost get away with cutting back on its quality and kind of resting on its laurels with a view like that, especially as was mentioned before, that you can watch the fireworks. But they don't. They don't. They really push the envelope. This is not a dinner. This is uh, uh, an experience. This is a culinary experience. Um, and yes, it's expensive. But if you're on the Disney dining plan, it's two table service credits. Um, which, you know, you can do two table service credits at every other signature restaurant on property. And I'm telling you right now, for as good as they are, they're not as good as this. So I'm telling, I really now, this is like I think my fourth time here in the last two months. So I'm putting my money where my mouth is. And while they know we're here, I just want to make it clear, we're paying full, we're paying for this like everybody else. So um, I don't want to know what the bill is because we ordered a lot of food. But um, we'll, we'll, when the bill comes, we'll update you with that. But uh, again, just a superb, superb, superb meal. Okay, so for dessert, I just ordered the white chocolate creme brulee. And it's nights like this that really make me love my job. Um, because one of the tasks I'm burdened with is I just had a gigantic meal, but I need to have a dessert. This is one of those things um, where I'm going to leave stuffed. And for a lot of various dining shows we do, I end up leaving stuffed. But from prior experience, there's no doubt in my mind that this is worth it. That no matter uh, how heavy everything feels, I mean, we did eat quite a bit of, uh, of food. The creme brulee, though, uh, ended up being, sorry, what is that, $13. Um, it has a, a cornflake crunch thing that's just like sugary cornflakes. I don't know what special thing they do to them, but it's special and they taste they're really... They're magical cornflakes. They're, they're, it's that they're magical cornflakes. But um, it's absolutely delicious. Now, a lot of times what I do is get what peak out, which is the sorbet, because after a big full meal, it's a little light. Um, I don't want to say it's a palate cleanser. It's nice and tart and everything. But... Uh, last time we were here, uh, like a, a little over a week ago, since it was my birthday, we ended up trying a lot of desserts where I wouldn't normally have, and this uh, creme brulee was on that list. And yeah, it just happened to be directly in front of me, and I grabbed it. And now it's one of these things where I think I'm going to want to get it every single time I'm here. But I could say that about pretty much every dessert I've had here so far. But you definitely can't go wrong with it, and it's just another delicious course and what has been a phenomenally delicious meal. So, thank you. So for my dessert, I got the warm Valrona chocolate cake. Uh, it's a vanilla bean ice cream, milk chocolate whipped panna cotta, and cashew clusters. And it's kind of like molten lava cake, except it's good. 
and I don't, everyone always says molten lava cake's really good. Every time I have it, they're like, this, it's not that great, but molten lava cake's great. But, it, you know, oh, it's usually great, but I've heard molten lava cake's great 18 times, and it's not. But this is actually really good, and it's like molten lava cake. So I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. The presentation was great. All of it was great. Everybody's desserts were great. Everything at the whole restaurant was great. And... I don't know. I'm just so full. I just, I'm just about to sweat or whatever. I can feel myself sweating from like meat sweats or something. It's awful. Um, but it was well worth it. It's just, we've had like 16 plates of food between four people. So just don't do that. But you have a good overlay of what's good and everything apparently was good. So that's it. I got the yuza matcha cake. Uh, it's like a lemon tart, uh, very unique dessert. Uh, it comes in a, a, I think it's a white chocolate shell, uh, and you crack it open and there's a lemon tart inside, uh, and it's really, really good. I like tart, fruity desserts like that, so I was very happy with what I got. Um, you do have to like tart flavor, though, because it, it definitely packs a punch, um, but really, really good. Um, and there's like some uh, some uh, graham cracker crumble on the side, and fruit and raspberries, and it's I mean, it 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 it's one of those things where this was a really like everyone said this was a really filling meal, um, and so these desserts had to be really really good for us to be able to eat even have a bite of them, uh, but I was like trying to stop myself from eating more, but I couldn't hold back because it was so good even though I'm like so full. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would get this again next time. I probably won't order as much leading up to dessert because I'll have to leave some more room because it's so good. Okay. So we have finished our dinner at the California grill. Um, the final total for our meal, $520, about $130 a person. Uh, again, um, there were, I think five, four or five, five uh, appetizers. Well, I'm saying, uh, drinks. There was, you know, some of the, you know, Stephen, uh, uh, Sean were banging some back. Um, they can, so they should. Um, we had like five appetizers. We ordered more than the average human being oh, well, is going to order. Yeah, so stuffed. <laughs> so even like going crazy, ordering like like Charles's steak was seventy five dollars. So and seventy five pounds. Yeah, it was huge. But um, you know, even like ordering the most expensive things on the menu, having drinks, still one hundred and thirty dollars a person for the meal we just had. Incredible. So your your mileage is going to vary. I would say the average. Would probably be about 70, expect to spend about 75 a person mm-hmm. on this meal, but I'm gonna tell you what, you're gonna walk away and you're gonna be like, that was so worth it. There's a reason this restaurant is so, so popular. But what did you think, Sean? Um, I, th- I thought, I mean, everything was phenomenal, but I just think that it's something that you're there. It's enough. Like if you were getting the sushi and a meal, they were so big. I mean, I literally have my entire entree in my bag, taking it home with me. I could have easily split just the sushi and just that, uh, just my meal with someone. And that would have been about 66 ish dollars and cut that in half. That's like 33 a person. If you split it with, with other people and I'd have been so stuffed. I didn't eat all day preparing because yeah, I knew too. we were coming here. I didn't eat one bite all day and I was kind of getting full before the entree even came, but we had, 
five drinks, five appetizers, four entrees, no, or six appetizers, and then five desserts. I mean, that's wait, we have four people. Yeah. I mean, that's just not what people would do at all. And I thought it was amazing. And was I also got to give a big shout out to our waiter, Walter, who was incredible. He Man, was I've had him a few times, and he really knows. He really knows his menu. He knows the restaurant. Charles, what'd you think? Uh, I mean, every single time, this place is just outstanding. One of the things that I think is, you know, if you have the opportunity to eat here, if you don't, okay. But if you have a special occasion or something you want to commemorate, and to be honest, for a lot of people that a once a year trip, even if they're making that often, that's still a special occasion. Uh, catching the fireworks here with the quality of the meal and the ambiance and the setting and the staff and the, the caliber of service that you're gonna get, this is just, this is a unbeatable dining experience as far as Walt Disney World property is concerned. Even the oh, pl- anywhere. Even, yeah, anywhere. Even the places that could possibly contend with them culinarily, which I don't think there are many, they, they're not going to have the ambience. They're not going to have that nighttime fireworks show and just all, all of the amazing things. And once again, I we got to keep calling out the service here because every single time, whether it's been for, for work or just for leisure, the service has always been outstanding as well. So I think this is the perfect special occasion spot if you're really thinking about something. If it's a, a anniversary, a honeymoon, something that you really want to commemorate while you're doing a Disney trip, this is the place to go. And it reminds me of something that Kevin Close says about this place frequently. This is a restaurant that if it were not at Disney World, did not have a view of the Magic Kingdom, did not have nighttime fireworks, Mm -hmm. and was in Peoria, Illinois, would stand on its own. It doesn't need the view. The view is a perk. Mm -hmm. The view is a perk because you're getting what you pay for Mm -hmm. on the plate. And I know some people will say it's overpriced. I think for the for the creativity and quality of the food they serve, I don't think it is. Mm. I really don't. It's expensive. There's no question about it. And I know nobody's going to eat here every night. But you know, you talk about that you know special occasion. You talk about um, you know that once a once a year or once in a lifetime. You want a meal you're going to remember. You come here. Yeah. What about you, Steve? Uh, oh. <laughs> sorry. Uh, for me, I think I mean this is such a great meal, and I think it. The menu they mentioned uh, changes often, but every time there's – I'm the niche person at the Diz that's a very picky eater along with Sean, and I feel like there's always something here that I can find that I'm going to enjoy. Gouda mac and cheese. Yeah, gouda mac and cheese and a steak. I mean you can't – that's perfect for me. Um, But it also will sometimes allow me to go outside of that comfort zone when someone says, hey, try this. And try some seaweed. It's yeah, I tried seaweed for the first time. It was great. So you know, I can try different things here, and it kind of pushed me out of that comfort zone. And I think that that there are people like me that can come here and have that same experience, where you know, something like seaweed was intimidating, and why would I try that? And you know what? I tried it, and it was great. And there's a lot of things on the menu that I'm looking forward to coming back and trying as well. Like there's a lobster and uh, like a lobster ramen type oh, dish yeah. and I was like I om- I almost got that but I wanted to go with because this is what we love about this uh, restaurant and I wasn't sure if I was going to love it but I feel like I probably would have because it's always so good here mm-hmm. so um, I mean 10 out of 10 I love it and it's an important to remind everybody that um, while there are some things on the menu that are staples like the oak grilled filet the uh, uh, um, the ravioli, ravioli 
some of the some of the uh, sushi dishes. Those are California Grill staples are always going to be there. A lot of this menu changes. Sometimes it changes every couple of weeks. I was literally here. Charles and I were here last week um, uh, for his birthday. And the menu has changed since last week. Mm-hmm. So it's it's constantly evolving, especially the seafood offerings, because they just go with what's fresh. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Some of the things we're talking about when you come may not, may not be here, but I'm sure there'll be other great stuff on the menu. So I know this has been a big infomercial for the California Grill. Um, but like I said, because they knew we were here, I was not going to do a review. I was not going to, you know, it's, I, I really, we really try and be unbiased. Um, but because we've been here so much recently and it's been so consistent, I felt comfortable doing this. You will not see me do this all too often. Um, but this is one place on property. I can honestly tell you every single time I come here, it's consistent. It is so consistent. And that is what I think that's what exceeds my expectations in this place mm-hmm. is that it's like, how, how do they make these dishes this like the same every single time there's like very little difference between them from you know experience to experience that's really hard to find so this is a this was a great experience another great meal at the california grill so be sure to come and check it out and that will do it for this episode of the disney dining show we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again next week